Hello, hello, guys. Welcome to the Bobby Disuzar Show. This is Nishita Santosh Shetty, your today's host for the show. For those who are wondering why I am blabbering today and where is Bobby Disuzar, so guys, I am the one who's gonna talk today because I love talking and I am talking. So guys, for those who know Bobby Disuzar and for those who don't know Bobby Disuzar. This is Bobby Disuza for you guys. Bobby Disuza is a keynote speaker, podcaster and the author of the one and only Fallen to Rise. He's inspired over 20,000 people's life face to face and over 2 lakh people online. He's been featured in Bright Talk, Teacher CEO, Medium and Youth Ki Awaaz. He's been in this industry for 20 years. So now this is what you guys know Bobby Disuza as. Now let me show you Bobby Disuza through my eyes. Bobby Disuza is a wonderful friend of mine and a lovely mentor to me. I know him as a highly passionate person in what he does. He shows 100% commitment towards his work and is always out there giving his best to people. He's always there helping in community without wasting a minute actually. Let me introduce you the one and only Bobby Disuza. <laughs> Hello, hello, sir. How are you doing? <laughs> hey, Vishita Shetty. Good to see you, and thank you so much for the wonderful introduction. It means a lot, um, but it's a pleasure to see you. You look all energetic, and your energy is contagious, actually. So I'm picking some of it. <laughs> thank you, sir. It's always so good to see you, and I'm so happy over here today, sir. And I want to really take this opportunity to be thankful and really, really grateful for offering me this opportunity, actually, to interview you on your. One of the most exciting journey of life, like your your book, Fallen to Rise, and it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Thank you, thank you, sir. So tell me, let's start about like, how are you today? How are you doing? How's your week been? I I think I'm good. I'm. Uh, I in fact, I can say that I'm blessed. I'm alive. I'm. I'm thankful for that. You know, I, there's so much that I have received, and I think I'm thankful. That's the right word. Actually, I'm thankful. That's really good, sir. So, guys, here I am going to interview the author of the book *Fallen to Rise*. Right here, this beautiful phrase, Bobby D'Souza. So, sir, can you tell me? I've been reading this book and I've been finding it really helpful, and it's very interesting. And so, right, because you're right here, can you just let us know when did the idea pop in your head to write your own story? Actually, uh, you know, I wrote this book in the year two thousand. 18 as in it got published in the year 2018 and uh, it took around 3 years for me to write this book uh, the first time when i started thinking of writing this book um, you know i was traveling in a mumbai local and uh, i suddenly started thinking that you know every time i go to a seminar you know when i'm speaking to live audiences you know find people 1000 people 1500 people when i'm going and speaking to audiences small groups and large groups every time i share my story it inspires people you know to a level wherein we we see we see people in tears you know somehow people feel that you know my story connects to their own struggles and i was wondering that you know where books can go you know possibly a video may not be able to go over there possibly i could not go over there and uh, why not share my story the raw uh, unfiltered story to the world around so that it becomes a message you know it it helps other people who have gone to similar struggles like me so i think that's where the idea popped up actually that's that's really good sir and i guess you need to start somewhere 
to reach to people and i guess this is a really good medium you chose absolutely and for sure i think it have been a difficult journey all throughout your 3 years because that's a long commitment actually uh, this 3 years i'll tell you uh, for every writer when they start writing about book you know i'm this guy who will uh, say that i'm going to write a book so the first thing is i go up tell my mom and say mom i'm going to write a book she can't believe it she says oh okay all right i talk to my people who are close ones my nephew my niece i said i'm going to write a book great next i put down a status on facebook the reason why i put a status on facebook is so that i keep my own commitment to myself and after i put the status on facebook i start writing the book very exciting one chapter over second chapter over third chapter over i go around showing it to all my friends as soon as i start reaching the 10th chapter the 20th chapter then i start realizing that my creativity is somehow lost and i feel like a writer's block you know i don't know what to write or the questions that come to my mind and many times i actually felt like you know i'll not be able to complete it Yeah. While I was writing the book, I was traveling from places to places. I was also inspiring people, and in the evening, every day writing. So sometimes I felt like giving up, but I'm so glad that the reason why Fallen to Rise has reached you and you're right now in UK, uh, and the book is there with you, is because I chose not to give up and I just completed the book, and I'm so thankful that I completed it. So here you are setting clear example of the power of not giving up, sir. Kudos to you. <laughs> So, so can you tell me like how did the title fall into rise come in your head like out of so many titles your name could have been a title but why only fall into rise yeah so actually that's a nice question initially uh we were this is an interesting behind the scene in fact i have not spoken about this to almost anybody initially when we were thinking of writing the book and i remember i was uh, at uh, mahindra and mahindras um, yeah Uh, organization and i was just planning to write a book so i was asking the uh, you know people from the team what what should be the title of the book and then i told them you know one of the title i thought was you know from ordinary to extraordinary that was the name of the book that we initially thought about from ordinary to extraordinary uh, is the title of the book i thought then i thought that possibly the book could be bobby de souza but then i said you know who's bobby de souza and like shakespeare said you know what's there in the name what's more important is uh, through the book if people can read it because they get a message that can help them uh to be inspired to to know that if this guy can do it i can do better so therefore fallen to rise fallen to rise actually is a story of ridiculous pathetic failures that a lot of people may not even want to talk about stories which will bring in uh, elements wherein you know customers will actually pick me by the collar and throw me outside literally physically pick me up and throw me outside Uh, I still remember that I went to a college, and uh, in the north of India, and uh, I entered the premises, and I met the dean of the college, and the dean, and I told him, "Listen, uh, sir, I would love to meet your students and inspire them." And I was not really a known person that time, and uh, the the principal of the college said, "Excuse me, are you Sandeep Maheshwari?" Uh, by the way, for those who don't know, Sandeep Maheshwari is one of the top amazing motivational speakers. and i'm a big fan i've learned a lot from him so he asked me are you sandeep maheshwari i said no i'm not but are you a celebrity i said no i'm not so i said all right i said i'm not a celebrity yet i smiled i moved out and as i walked on that road alone 
I don't know whether I'll ever be a celebrity, but what I do know for sure is every day I've had the privilege of having conversation, beautiful conversation with people who are feeling hopeless, people who are feeling, I just want to give it up to people who now say that, you know, I want to make something of my life. And for to rise is that. It's just that. That's wow. <laughs> so sir, tell me one thing, like why did you just start writing this book three years ago and not much earlier, like when you were still in the, this industry? So what made you do it? See, actually, I honest confession is, I didn't really believe that I could write. You know, it's one thing to speak and have a conversation, but, but when it comes to writing a book and, uh, you know, writing a book, which is so many chapters, I had questions whether I could even write it, in fact, and I had this doubts in my mind. And I don't know, you know, some people who are listening or hearing or watching this video, you might be wondering whether you can write a book or whether you could make a podcast or whether you could make a video. And uh, I had those questions as well. And uh, therefore, I, I couldn't believe that I could write. But then I realized that the only way I would know that I can write a book is by actually writing. So the honest truth is, and I've learned this, that you don't have to be great to start, right? But you got to start somewhere, right? And when you start somewhere, who knows, your work could become great, but you got to start somewhere. So in my own uh, imperfections, I started somewhere. I researched, I spoke to a lot of people and I'm so glad for people who genuinely helped me. I spoke to people in Italy, spoke to people in Paris, I spoke to people in the US and I did a lot of research before writing. Uh, but what is very interesting is I did not read any other person's book before writing the book. Do you know why? I would like to know why. <laughs> the reason is, the reason why I specifically did not read any other person's book is because I did not want to be influenced by someone else writing. I wanted to just be me. Just like very raw, like raw you. Just the raw me. And if I would read somebody else's work, then I would try to copy them. And that's one of the reasons why for almost a year, I tried not reading any other book that inspired me to write like them. So I really like that. It's a very, so you mean um, Fallen to Rise is a very raw version of you, sir. You have clearly set an example of, you don't have to be someone great to do something great, sir. And that's really good. And that's a really great learning for the day, for today. So sir, tell me one thing, like as you told me, in the past three years obviously every day you didn't like get up and you were like oh let me write this book like you know obviously you won't have the same thought every day so who was your inspiration for three years like you know or who did you have in mind when you were writing the book because there has to be someone to keep going yes uh see honestly when i started writing the book it was very exciting but once you get into 10th 12th 15th 20th 25th 30th chapter uh mm -hmm. you know your energy starts draining your creativity uh, somehow feels like it's almost sucked out and uh, the problem was I was working every day I'm traveling to so many places and in the hotel room uh, you know wherever uh, I am going to different places I'm sitting down in the night with the laptop and writing down a chapter uh, so it was not very easy specifically because I had to manage time but what really got me going was I have read books by amazing people you know, people like Tony Robbins, uh, people like John Maxwell, you know, John Maxwell has written so many great books. My thought was, you know, how could they do it? You know, and it's in the power of being consistent. One thing that really worked for me and could work for anybody is you think big, but you start small. You think big, but you start small. What this means basically is you want to write an Amazon bestseller. 
but you start by writing one page a day it does not look very glorious it does not look very glamorous okay but if you write one page a day by a week you've written seven pages now calculate that into a year so every day i was able to write one chapter or at least one or two pages and you know after a period of time i realized i'm at the almost at the end and i'm at the final chapter and once i pen down and said oh that's the final chapter i was delighted because more than anybody else whether people read this book or not i realized i got better than myself i progressed as a person which i think is more important than anything else oh wow so sir you have referred in your book volunteerize a lot of times that you can't be successful on your own you need to have a network to be your net worth so sir what does this line mean like can you just let us know see honestly you know when when we start building a career at the age of 18 17 19 we somehow feel that you know with our youthful energy with our strength and with our you know with our looks and anything else around us we think we can do it alone and uh, because i work with so many people in the corporate world world as well a lot of people believe that it is weakness to ask other people for help my observation is people think that if i ask other people for help that's weakness but if i do it all alone i'm independent then uh, you know i will be successful that's what people think but honestly when i look back at my own life and over the last 20 years if i've grown even to one bit it's because there have been people who have helped me some people whom whom i've met some people who i have not met i was just talking about john maxwell tony robbins or sandeep maheshwari or or anybody who inspired me when i read their books if they would have chosen not to write the book or release that video i would have never learned from them correct right? so they were my help they were my they were my virtual mentors okay uh, i had mentors in mumbai you know uh, when i was a very small boy my father left me and went away even today whether my father is alive or dead i don't have an idea and when you're 18 19 and you go through all the youth struggles you know struggles that you and the questions that you go through who do you go to because you don't have a man as a role model and as a guy you need a role model of a guy as well right apart from the wonderful mother that i had so then i had mentors you know and these mentors i remember i used to go to this guy called donald and i used to uh, he used to call me at home and we used to sit down and he used to listen to my blabber for one hour without really saying much and he used to just listen to me and at the end of it he used to give me a hug and he would help me and that somehow helped me to you know become a better person if i didn't have mentors i would not be where i am today yes you can do things alone you can be independent you can grow but if you are the smartest person in the room you are in the wrong room and you need a lot of people who are smarter than you because if you only depend on your knowledge and that's what we talking fallen to rise you know the other example i want to give you is my own niece her name is uh, ruhi okay a lot of people know about her and i always talk about it in my seminars uh in today i love ruhi too i love ruhi so much yes absolutely so you know in 2011 i went through one of my most painful time of my life which impacted me a lot you know i was suicidal and that's honest truth a lot of people can't believe it but i was suicidal i wanted to just finish my life and guess who was my compassionate friend a 10 year old little child she would make me sleep on her lap and she would wipe my tears and she would put her hand on my head 
and she would write in my diary and say, "Oh God, I pray that my my uh, uncle, my mama, in Hindi say he gets better." Now, I'm glad that I had people around me, my mom, who supported me during the worst time of my life. I tell you, we need people in our life. If you think you can fight your battle alone, after some time you will get into depression. or you're going to fall off or you are going to give up on your goals you need mentors you need friends you need genuine people who can help you i think that's my answer you can't do it alone your network is your net worth exactly. you got to find people yeah the circle of friends the circle of people around you decides uh, has an impact on you a lot it decides where your path is where your thinking is where your thinking lies everything you are right you are right and initially you yourself have had an experience with me uh, you know we've you known me for almost one and a half year you've seen certain changes that has come in you and that's happened because you are with this group of people you of course with me but also you're with a group of people whom you're connecting with you're talking with you're learning with and as a result am i right or wrong surely sir i've been um i love our community to be honest cuz it has made me introduced to such wonderful people around all around india and the more special thing about the community is the age factor like i am learning from all the age groups like for example rohi she's like my sister's age obviously so my sister and her they are always up there and they're giving me the small small learnings that like you know i might have missed during their age so right. to learn from that from them having that perspective is very different Yes. And then on the other side, when I'm learning, maybe from Vinita or maybe from you guys who are elder from me, mm. so I'm getting you know different perspectives. It's making my learning more interesting, and that's what I'm learning. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So, sir, I wanted to ask you one very particular thing about the book that I read, that Mr. Message. So, what does this line particularly tell? Like, what is this? So, mess to a message. you know so i think what i will do is for all the audience who are listening and even for you um mess basically is a mess right nobody likes mess right people don't don't like to live in a mess but what if that mess is actually the thing that you got to go through so that it becomes a message to people you know and uh, when i was 15 years old i used to you know do manual labor job i used to do construction work and i used to get something like 90 rupees a day okay sometimes 50 rupees a day a lot of people ask me the question you know why bob would you do something like a manual labor you can speak quite well what happened so the story is my father uh he was a wonderful singer just like my sister is neetu is and even you are a punk even you are a beautiful singer i can't sing i can't sing so uh, uh my father was a wonderful singer he was an artist but he landed up nowhere because he was not focused and uh, he was very abusive he used to hurt our family you know in ways that you that i cannot share but it is definitely there in the book and uh, my father told my mom that you know you go back to your native place assam and i'll i'll be there soon and he put her in the train the three children my two sisters and me and my mom mom somehow had an indication that possibly he may leave me but she still could not believe it after 11 years of marriage they got into the train he said bye and then when my mom went back to my grandmother's place my grandmother was overjoyed and also shocked how come 
you arrived without any intimation earlier and then the wait started 15 days 20 days 30 days one fine day a letter arrives and my mom has a letter in her hand and she cries as a hand shivers because that day my father had written that i'm parting ways i'm no longer with you and he left and he's never come back even today whether my father is alive or dead we have no idea that's how the story started it almost sounds like a bollywood movie it doesn't karan jha would be really pleased to have your story i would say <laughs> so that's where i started and the first job i did when i was 15 my mom slogged so hard she worked two jobs a day she worked like crazy and we stayed in stayed in a rented apartment uh, in mumbai and you know when you have a single mother you know who's got nobody to take care of uh, mumbai can be difficult and this mother of mine she took care of us single handedly never left us never remarried she chose to sacrifice her life for her children what i sometimes wonder is when we view this 3 4 years old and after she would go to work come back feed us delicious food you know and then she, we would go to sleep i don't know how many pillows she must have wet i don't know the extent of sacrifice she has gone through and it is because of this lady my mother that i was able to learn a lesson of that your past does not have to be your present that all the mess that you go through in our life they don't happen by chance even from that you become a message today i have had the delight of being that one laborer who was on the roads of mumbai to today inspiring you know more than 28000 people face to face more than 2 lakh plus people online 6500 students face to face following to rise the story actually gives people a message that if this idiot can do it you know if this idiot can do it we can too that's the family by the way that's the mother and the family kisi ke nazar na lage sir thank you thank you so much kaal tikka laga liya maine <laughs> thank you so much for your kind words so the, so the thing is mess to a message all of us go through our own individual unique mess but the question is if our perspective can change and even from the mess one day it becomes a message for someone else and i'm so glad that it it has become an actual become a message for so many people who need help it does sir and you know sir like there are so many things we hear in life and you know many people just feel that oh this things are just to be heard or just to be said okay. right and like when you were saying this story only one thing was again and again popping in my head was the line that darkest tunnels lead you to the most beautiful paths yes and here you are sir sitting with me today yes i am talking to you talking with you about your experiences learning from it and it's just so beautiful to your okay and even when you say sir you you feel like you have grown a lot right even in this book when you say that this is everything that you wanted to be everything that you have is in this book mm, actually i love i love the line that you said that you know sometimes the most difficult path leads us to the most beautiful destinations right sometimes the darkest night you know in the darkest night the stars shine the brightest and Bingo. yeah 
I absolutely, I, I think honestly, I think that is so, so true. That, you know, sometimes we are so focused on the darkness around us that we can't raise our head up and say, fallen to rise, look up, rise up, fallen to rise, check that out, look at the stars up. They can guide you too, right? So sometimes, you know, the, the worst part of your life are a gift in a way. They actually are like the crossroad of a large transformation of your life. Is what I think, you know, the worst part of your life are the biggest crossroad of your life. 2011 was one of the darkest year of my life. It was one of the most difficult. I've realized all the success that I've got till now have only happened mainly. It's not that I'm not done a lot of work earlier. I have, but 2012 to 2020 has been my biggest progress. And it is through the crossroads of your life that a transformation happens. But sometimes, you know, we need to just change perspectives. You know? If you focus on your things that are not going to work for us, it will never work for us. But if you say that, what am I learning from it? What is, what is the lesson I'm learning? After we've grumbled, we've sulked and we've complained and we've wished about it, beyond that, we get perspective. So. Yes, sir. And I guess it's only when we teach ourselves, we are self-taught to be here. We can only grow when we teach what we need to do, right, sir? That's right. And the best thing is you, you got to, you, we got to teach ourselves, I think, more than anybody else, you know, before you become an educator to the world, you got to teach yourself, you got to keep your own commitment. And sometimes it is so difficult, you know, because, you know, people like us, and there are so many amazing people like that I really respect. People like us, you know, people expect us to always be this energetic guy, positive guy, powerful guy, moving, inspiring a lot of people. But sometimes we feel like not getting up. Sometimes we feel like not brushing our teeth. Sometimes we feel like, what the hell am I even doing? Why am I even doing this? Those are questions that comes and it is absolutely all right if you go through the fall. But the most important thing is after you've sulked, after you've bitched, after you've gossiped, come on, rise. That's what I think. That's beautiful, sir. Very beautiful. Love that. Mm. <laughs> yes, sir. So I was just thinking like, there are almost 77 chapters in this book. In this That's beautiful right. book. You actually counted oh. 77 chapters actually. I did, I did. <laughs> there are 77 chapters. But yeah. the good thing is, it's so good to read. Like, you know, they are not like, it just keeps you hooked up because it's just connecting. So, so tell me, what is your favorite chapter from this book? Because I'm very sure it would have been very difficult to have one very favorite chapter from this all lot. Mm. I think there are quite a number of chapters, uh, but there are quite a number of chapters that I really love and it is a little difficult to basically tell you, uh, you know, one specific chapter. Yeah. But the interesting thing about this book is it's got a real story, my story, and then it has got a discovery section where you can basically uh, look at the realization that I had after I went through that experience. So oh. you, not only do you go to a story, but you also go to a time of realization. That I think is a good part of the book that people would really love, who love to be inspired and who are looking to develop, uh, you know, a powerful mindset. I think one of the chapters that I really love is the section of my book wherein, you know, we had nothing. I'm just saying literally nothing, no place to stay, nothing much to eat, no one to support. In the midst of that, we had the blanket of the warmth of love 
of the family you know my two sisters me my mother we were so knitted together there was you know we were just together and that was a warmth of the blanket we had and i can see this one thing that when you have nothing in life even during what we're going to right now this whole pandemic and all when you have nothing sometimes your own family could be the biggest blessing and if you can just come back together sort of things sort of differences and they could be the warmest blanket that you could spend time with in the coldest way absolutely and i think it's mine and the moments that i went through you know all those uh, crazy things i've done the book actually also has got some crazy stuff for example you know i ran away from my boarding when i was in my third standard and i traveled from uh, washi navi mumbai and i traveled all the way for almost 2 hours 3 hours and i was in my third standard third grade i could have been lost on the roads i did not so there are some crazy chapters and those who don't have the book i think you should grab grab Mm. Absolutely, sir. So, so before we end, and um, obviously because I am the host of the show and I am talking, so it's going to be my decision on which question I would like to ask you. Then you, you. I would like to. I am. <laughs> so, so I would like you to share one of my favorite learnings from you, and um, I have noticed that learning throughout the book too, uh, about failing forward, sir. So, can you let our audience a lovely. target audience now what do you mean by failing forward i think throughout fallen to rise uh, this uh, actually this this quest this thought consistently comes again and again and again you know fail forward is a term i first heard from john maxwell and uh, what is the meaning of fail forward a lot of people you know when they look at the word fail it's like a stigma it's like something that people want people want to shun away from it it's something that people want to run away from people don't want to talk about failure in fact people uh, when in an organization when somebody says did you make a mistake so most people would just blame someone else something some situation somebody but not this somebody it's yeah. never me that i made a mistake because people just feel that you know failure is equal to stigma is equal to embarrassment but honestly i've learned over the years that from success you only get a lot of pride and ego don't you or just a little temporary feeling but some of the biggest lesson that you can really learn in life is through failures because failures humbles ourselves and when uh, we are humbled you know just like a tree you know when you look at a tree and the tree that has got the largest number of fruit like a mango for example you will see that the tree is more slanted and bent down okay the tree that has the maximum fruit will always be a little more bent the tree that does not have a lot of fruit will stand too tall perfect sir. okay so what failure does is basically failure crushes our egos this pompous and large pride that i and most of us have you know it it crushes our pride to such a level and, and it humbles us and the best part is when we are humble our uh, our mind and our heart becomes fertile which basically means it becomes open to listening to the message because you know you're in a desperate situation you, you have no other way out you're helpless and when you're helpless you say i need help and when you need help my friend you seek help and you start opening up your hand and say can i can i get help and then there are people who want to help you or you want to help yourself by asking yourself question the biggest failure happens when we do not investigate our failure tony robbins says and 
feeling forward is that you are able to make a mistake not be worried about it a uh, mistake and then you know learn from it investigate it introspect correct it and then move forward so you make a mistake move forward you fail you move forward you got delays you move forward fail forward is a blessing in disguise yeah yes it is very very nice i loved it so yeah okay so so you what happened you are somewhere else i think you know i just i just got lost so much what a beautiful learning sir this is this learning always takes my heart i don't know why but it's just so realistic like i don't know i don't have any words for this learning <laughs> i always tell you i always tell you that this is my favorite learning you know it so sir before we end I would like to again be really thankful and grateful to you to offering me this wonderful opportunity. It's been a wonderful time talking to you, drinking my tea, and um, knowing and learning a lot of things from you as always. Yeah. <laughs> so, sir, before we end, would you like to let our audience know if they're interested, where would they find the book? How can they find the book? And um, yeah, all to you. Yeah. So I think if anybody is interested to pick a copy of uh, Fallen to Rise, it's easily it is easily available on Amazon. Okay, it's available in a hard copy version. It is available, uh, you know, in a Kindle edition. It's also available on Flipkart and uh, you know um, so many other places as well. And uh, there is also a video on YouTube which gives a little glimpse of what Fallen to Rise is. Um, so Amazon, Kindle, Flipkart is where you can reach me. If you want to be inspired by me and attend one of my live sessions, or want to meet me, have a conversation with me, simply go to www.bobbydisuza.com. Guys, you can just click on this link and check the book out, read about the book, and know more about it. So, sir, before we end, would you like to say something? Firstly, Nishita, you are an amazing girl, and uh, thank you for taking out the time to interview me. It was a pleasure, you know. Anyways, it's a pleasure always knowing you. but it was a pleasure having a conversation about fallen to rise wishing you the very very best and for everybody who's listening my friend don't give up don't give in give it your all thank you sir it's always a joy speaking with you so i would like to say bye to you over here a sweet goodbye until we meet next time sir take care and bye 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 okay. guys take care take thank care thank you for bye-bye. watching us see you bye <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs>